let's uh, get into the word today i'm going to teach you something very important so get your notes uh, get your pen and if you're writing down take notes i would love to you to learn this and the application of that is after church you are not going to turn off and then go to the kitchen grab some meat or whatever to start eating um, you know sunday is of course many families uh, uh, family lunch together and so you plan all those things but listen what after what we're going to do after this is you're going to sit there and you're going to take few minutes uh, to think about what we just learned so i'm going to teach you one most important thing that we all need to incorporate in our life so before the teaching i have a very good joke because the matter of the teaching is heavy subject so i want to light it up with a nice story one day a pastor went to do an house visiting to your old lady's home and uh, he sat there he was asking this old lady how are you doing and the old lady is saying i'm doing fine these days you know i'm i'm having difficult walking all those things and by the way and the pastor saw a bowl of peanuts on the top of the counter so he started taking one by one he started taking one by one and eating it and uh, mm-hmm. and by the end of the conversation uh, the pastor said you know let's pray and when about to pray uh, he he almost finished the entire bowl of peanuts and he was kind of feeling so embarrassed and he said i apologize for finishing all of your peanuts while i'm talking to you and the old lady said you know what it's not a problem ever since i lost all my tooth i did not know what to do with this peanuts all i did was chuck sucking the chocolate that was on the top of the peanuts and i left that peanuts there <laughs> so we are talking about social distancing this pastor was really practicing social distancing anyway my friends lift up your bible and you say this after me lord jesus lord jesus influence me this eve, this morning influence me this morning holy spirit i pray that you will release release your word to us and i pray that i will not be in your way that you will be glorified and you will put your word in the hearts and minds of your children and they will never be the same in jesus name amen all right write it down this is the topic very important thing and very tangible we sometimes miss it how to guard the most precious gift how to guard the most precious gift you know what is the most precious gift the presence of god amen somebody amen. say amen amen the presence of god and the bible throughout the bible the words the word presence of means it's the face of god and we're going to run quickly there's a lot of teaching it's a lot of questions i will be asking and i will be answering the questions but it's all up in the screen so please write it down this is very important listen this is not about information this information stays in your mind and never brought into your heart and allowed the holy spirit to transform you this information is good for nothing you will be enjoying this next 25 to 30 minutes but you will never be allowing the holy spirit to transform you into the image of his son so my prayer it doesn't stay as an information it continues you to a place of transformation so throughout the bible god 
talks about his presence in the old testament he talks about his presence in the new testament he talks about his presence in the old testament the presence of god comes upon a person in the new testament the presence of god dwells in a person in the old testament the presence of god comes to deliver a message for a particular people group for a particular situation for, to address a particular problem in the new testament the presence of god is not just a I'm delivering a message it's about becoming the message hello yes it's not about giving the news it's about living the news so in the the two most used words of god in the entire bible are these two words you will be surprised one is called come another one is called go these are the two most used words in the bible and jesus used these two words most of the time whenever he said to the disciples come do not hinder the little children let them come and he said to the disciples let's go and one of the greatest commission he said come and stay in the presence and go and preach the gospel everywhere even when god said to abraham he said go and then he said come to this place leave he, he mentioned so many times so throughout the bible these two words and these two words have significant importance in carrying and hosting the presence of god now we're going to use only three scriptures this entire 30 minutes we don't have time to read exhaustive scriptures but only three scriptures we're going to use one from the new old testament and two from the new testament old testament one scripture exodus chapter 33 verse 14 and i'm reading from the amplified version i like this because it gives you a little bit of more masala i mean the meat Okay God said to Moses in Exodus chapter 33 verse 14 he said the Lord said my presence shall go with you and I will give you rest by bringing you and the people into the promised land we just prayed promised land is not a place promised land is not something you attain promised land is Jesus becoming your life Amen. Amen. That's Amen. why Jesus summed up everything. The word promised land is summed up in Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. He summed up, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Everything will be added to you. So what happens when Jesus becomes your life? Everything. Bible says in Psalms 24, everything, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it belongs to the Lord. So if Jesus becomes your life, what happens? Come on. everything that belongs to jesus is yours amen amen, amen. what amen. we have done is we have taken the things of god and we have made it god the things of god does not make god god is god amen. come on somebody say amen i don't see your amen hallelujah knocking your head you know the indian thing we do we do, i don't see any of those so you need to type amen there or do a hallelujah do throw some emojis or whatever amen the second scripture we're going to read is john 132 so this is in the old testament in the old testament the presence go with you now fast forward it thousands of years later this is the witness of john he's talking about jesus john 132 john gave further evidence testifying officially for the record with validity and relevance saying i have seen the spirit descending as a dove not a chicken as a dove out of heaven and he remained if you are using a paper bible like me circle that word remained the one is going with the old testament he goes with you 
comes upon you now in the new testament he doesn't go with you he remains upon you and he dwells in you amen amen many amen. translation says remained or also dwelled in him so now jesus i have said this before i am not ashamed to share or say this quote again i am not embarrassed to share this again every time when you invite a guest in your home you need to prepare your home right but jesus is the only guest he comes inside and he cleans your room amen 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 and this is what happens when you invite jesus inside your home he takes over the home you become the steward and jesus become the owner of your home you know that's what we've been doing and i told you this few weeks ago before everything went so high i said the the holy spirit actually said and he just used me you know he used donkey used anybody so he used me and he said you know prepare prepare consecrate everything give everything to the lord i don't know whether you remember take out your cards credit card you know bank account go to your pantry put everything before the lord and say lord this is all yours my trust is not on in these my trust is on you i tell you guys when we did that i tell you god took over when god takes over his provision is there his blessings are there his hand is upon there amen, amen. you see when El- the, the entire nation was going through poverty but elijah was having chapati with chicken 65 amen amen Am- entire people they were scrapping for food some of you know what i'm talking about chapati with nice chicken 65 or tandoori sounds good that's what that's what the crows came bring the king's food when you take king as your life king will provide for you amen amen many times we look for substance here and there but don't look for here and there look at the king he is your life amen amen next amen. slide yes i wrote down this in the old testament the presence of god was external but in the new testament the presence of god is internal it's very different it's internal it's not about shouting it's not about making a big drama in the old testament it was like that in the new testament is internal in the old testament you go to the presence of god that's why the bible says let us go i was glad when they said let us go to the house of god now where is the house of god you are the house of god god the god's house the building is empty now god is building you and you are being built you know in those days in the church you have some qualified people to bring you the communion now god has qualified you to bring the communion to one another amen. hello amen. amen we used to have the elders i remember brother sunil sister mary and we have you know arnab and some of the elders some of the you know some um, roshni and others will come and help in serving the communion now that's nothing wrong it's beautiful now god has equipped you in such a way you have a common union with christ you are breaking bread with your own family members and you are saying christ has become my life Come Amen. on. Come on guys. In the Old Testament you go to the presence of God, in the New Testament you carry, you host the presence of God. Amen. Amen. Can I be honest with you? I like the fact that instead of going, I like the fact to host the presence of God. You know why? Because it is it has come to a sense to me that I have this privilege to carry the god of glory in our life 
what a beautiful privilege amen. amen so what is the presence of god now you must be asking this question so what is the presence of god it is the sweet spirit of jesus presence of god is the sweet spirit of jesus come on someone say it is the sweet spirit of jesus it is the sweet spirit of jesus and what is the sweet sweet spirit of jesus it is the holy spirit remember father created son redeemed holy spirit uh, builds the church amen so amen. father created son redeemed holy spirit builds the church and this is what happens and he is the one who is holy spirit is the one who represents jesus to the world holy spirit is the one who brings jesus into the whole holy spirit is the one who demonstrates the works of jesus holy spirit is the one who continues the works of jesus so presence of god is the sweet presence of jesus sweet spirit of jesus number 2 what is the presence of god presence of god is the reality of another kingdom this is another third verse we're going to look into it it's romans chapter 14 verse 17 it says for the kingdom of god is not the matter of eating and drinking but of righteousness peace and joy in the holy spirit three things are there we will come to that in a minute righteousness peace and joy and i will explain to you what is that means but this is what means when you encounter the presence of god you are not under the reality of the kingdom that you live in you are under the new reality the new kingdom amen that's amen. the kingdom of god that's why jesus never preached religion he said seek first the kingdom he didn't say seek first the synagogue or seek first the sabbath or seek first the pharisees or seek first the anointing oil <laughs> you know he didn't do all those mantras and tantras mantras and tantras are made by religion jesus said seek first the kingdom Amen. Amen. So Amen. this is when you are encountering the presence of God. You, what happens? You are influenced by the reality of the new kingdom. And what is the spirit of Jesus? Spirit of Jesus is the heart of the Father. Amen. Amen. Father created, Son redeemed, Holy Spirit dwells in us. so they work together there is no competition in the trinity there is no competition there is only complementation religion produce competition that's why we look at one another and say my church is better your church is better my worship is better your you know jesus look at it and say my goodness you are still not in my kingdom you are still in another kingdom that's why jesus has to rebuke the disciples they went and woke jesus up remember in mark chapter 4 jesus was sleeping he said let us cross and go to the other side of the boat and when he crossed they even to even to sleep and they wake him up and say jesus look the storm and jesus quieted the storm and then he looked at the disciples and says where is your faith what was he trying to teach he was trying to teach that what he has call to do as a son of man he is empowering us to do the works of the son of god as a son of man amen and that's what happened look what is happening the storm was not just a natural storm it was a spiritual interference and when he arrived the bible says there was a demon came rushing there was a man filled with demon and the man had there was a legion right i don't know how many is the legion is 6000 demons were in one guy hello 6000 demons was one guy and listen this guy started worshiping even let me tell you even 6000 demons cannot control 
stop you in worshiping the king of glory Amen. and this start guy started worshiping jesus he said jesus you are the eternal king and 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 he was tormented and the bible says the the the, the bible says the demons don't want to leave that place that shows that tells me that there are some spiritual atmosphere in every locations and the demons begged jesus to go into those 2000 pigs You know the story right this is not a harry potter story don't look at me like this where is this you know this is the reality of what happened and then jesus said you can go to the 2000 imagine 2000 pigs cannot handle the single demon the legion and how tormenting it was this is the thing how tormenting it was for that person to hold on to these demons and bible says he was set free but the principality is still there and why the principality how do we know the principality was still there that people around there they came to hear jesus i looked at the man who was completely healed they look at jesus and they were scared and they begged jesus to leave that shows the control spirit of the domination in that area and listen this is the beautiful thing the end of matthew chapter mark chapter 5 that jesus wants to get out of the get onto the boat and move to another place and you know what happened This guy wants to get in. Jesus said, "No, I don't want you to come. I want you to go back and tell how good God is." And few chapters later, this guy became the first evangelist, preaching to Decapolis. Decapolis means 10 cities. He became an evangelist of 10 cities. One encounter with Jesus will make you not your mouth shut. You'll tell you it one encounter with Jesus make you to praise God. One encounter with Jesus make you to worship God. Amen. One encounter with Jesus make you to declare the goodness of God. Amen. One encounter with Jesus will make you the most powerful person because the one who lives in you is not the one is in the world. Amen. 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 And that's what happened. And many months later Jesus visited again and the bible says people from all over the town of decapolis came and listened to Jesus what happened this person this one person who encountered Jesus had the capacity had the anointing to move that spiritual climate and bring a new spiritual climate there amen amen, amen. sometimes people say brother vellur brother it's very depressing hello You know what you are doing you are sucked into that spiritual realm of the city but you have an authority and assignment from the king of glory the day when you encountered jesus you have an authority and then encounter assignment from the king of glory to challenge the principality and bring an alternative lifestyle for the people who live there amen amen and that's exactly what is the presence of god means it is a sweet presence of jesus it is a reality of the another kingdom it is the heart of the father what is the sign next slide what is the sign you are hosting the presence of god the answer is in romans 14 17 number 1 peace peace in the midst of chaos everybody is saying corona 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 go corona go corona go corona go and you are saying the peace that surpasses all understanding guards my heart and mind in Amen. christ jesus come on Amen. peace is not the absence of problem peace is not the is not the absence of all the challenges peace is not the make sure that you are safe and your insurance is completely covered peace is the presence of god in the midst of all your problem Amen. you may going through valley of shadow of death just like david said i may go through the valley of shadow of death but this rod his staff he comforts me because he is going to lead me into the paths of righteousness for his name's sake i he prepares a table in front of my enemies my cup runs over he anoints my head with oil surely goodness and mercy shall follow me 
all the days of my life and i shall dwell in the house of the lord it all starts with the valley but goodness and mercy will follow amen amen my friends peace the presence of god the first one the sign of the presence of god is the unspeakable peace in the midst of chaos people are wondering scratching their head they scratched so much they left their fingernails on their head you know and they scratched so much they were thinking what happened corona 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 you know but you know what peace of god is upon you i know you are laughing i just want to add some little humor to it but in the midst of this god's peace is upon you Amen. 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 Number two, number two. It's in the same words. I'm not inventing anything. It's in the Bible. Romans fourteen seventeen. Joy, joy. What is joy? Joy is not happiness. Joy, even when you don't feel happy. Hello. Joy is not when you feel happy. Happy is good. I shared a joke. You laughed. That's it. It's gone. That's happy. You watch a movie, a funny movie. You watch a funny comedy. You watch something. You make a joke. It's fine. You know, one of my friend. Yeah, I talked. He talks in a broken English. I mean, like me, I guess. And I, he spoke to me in one day, uh, and he said he wants to share about what's happened to his brother's wife. I asked him, how is how is your brother's wife doing? I last time I I checked. Um, that he, i asked him he said my 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 wife is carrying you know she's pregnant and uh, so he was talking to me and he was like yeah, i wanted to check out if he really gave birth if she gave birth or not so i asked him hey what's going on with your brother's wife did she finally uh, gave birth and he he said you know what sir instead of saying miscarriage he said you know what the big problem happened the baby did a suicide in the stomach mm-hmm. So you know I wanted to sympathize and 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 honor to comfort him but I could not I was just this weird stuff you know so happiness happens you know you hear a story you giggle but that's not joy joy is bigger than that joy is in the midst of all the chaotic stuff goes around the presence of god comes inside and he takes control of it you know and he says yes my presence is with you yes you are going through this valley yes this corona is is real yes all those things are going around it's real but i am my provision is upon you my blood is upon you you know what i've been praying i've been assigned by the lord the lord said plead my blood upon the body of christ so we are praying we are praying pleading the blood upon your life why don't you do after this time after you have a discussion i will tell you but why don't you walk around your property and your house and you say lord we plead your blood we humble ourselves plead your blood upon this place you know what that's the unspeakable joy amen, amen. number 3 number 3 overwhelming confidence in the promises of god overwhelming confidence in the promises of god not in confidence in you in your bank account in your savings in your in your bonds in your in your jewels in the safety box that's all going to go it's all going to go like this you know there was no an unemployment rate in us was less than 3% today in 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 less than 3 weeks millions of people become unemployed you know and politics are playing games to blame game everybody let me tell you guys nothing is permanent only one thing is permanent jesus is permanent amen amen, amen. and so that's why we hold on to the promises of god righteousness of god that's the promise of god right standing with god who god is and what god says to be true amen amen this is what i wrote down so overwhelming confidence in the presence of god now what is the goal of the presence of god in our lives what is the goal of presence of god in our lives to host him well 
to host him well i mean how many of you been to someone's home and you loved staying there and you don't want to leave there i have friends when we go to place especially our friends in georgia we go and the way they take care of us we like wow it's so beautiful we have friends that you know makes you feel like they are welcoming you feel like you don't want to leave that you know the small weekend we want to make sure that weekend is longer you know but you just wanted to hang out but there are some places you go and you are thinking like oh man when i'm going to get out when i'm going to get out when i'm going to get out you know that is how sometimes holy spirit feels write it down or ask this question yourself am i allowing holy spirit to embrace the place where he is or is he tolerating me is he embracing or is he tolerating you know if holy spirit feels tolerated you are not a good host you know how holy spirit feels tolerated if you allow gossip fear panic all those things he feels tolerated he feels like man goodness this guy doesn't realize who he is who i am you know and that's what happens when you we have to call to host him well steward by cultivating a deeper relationship with him number 2 What is the goal of the presence of God in our lives to represent him to represent him well let others see Christ through your life and be filled with hope right now people are without hope do you agree with me yes you can do like this i don't know if i don't see you people are without hope people look at one another and say we don't know what to do they are so hopeless but listen in the midst of hopelessness when you host Christ when you are filled with the presence of god you can represent well christ into this hopeless situation people amen. with most hope win the conversation amen amen i'm not talking about positive mental attitude everything going to well you know i'm going to declare this i'm going to declare that then it's going to go well no 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 that's not what we are talking about we are talking about the presence of god the tangible awareness of god that makes you to feel yes blessed is the christ who dwells in me Amen. And that hope is the one that's going to take me through. Amen. Our responsibility is to host and steward the awesome presence of God. I've written quickly we are running out of time. Five things how do we know we lost or not aware of the presence of God? This is very important. Now, this is the million dollar question. How do we know or we lost or did we not know? we lose the presence of god in other words we come to lose the awareness of the kingdom of god you know how do we know that you have lost the presence of god these are the five pitfalls and i want you to watch out for this it can happen to anyone it doesn't happen to a new believer it happens to the pastor it happens to the believer it happens to everyone we have to watch out for these five things and number 1 fear 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 or believing a lie it is a place of hopelessness given into into a place of conversation i know where you listen to your conversation you read a news or you kind of come come together and you started talking and then the the fear comes overcomes your lives cs lewis says in mere christianity you know i am so glad jesus was also afraid but he i'm paraphrasing it but he never gave influence to that fear fear i'm not saying we cannot live without fear fear is there but we don't give influence to that we don't give the fear has to be in a rightful place it shouldn't allow us to determine where we are at amen so amen. that's what it means fear or believing a lie what is a lie when you believe a lie you have said this before when you believe a lie you give permission to the liar to influence you and that's what happens when you start believing a lie the liar becomes your influencer listen we are called to torment the tormentor 
Amen. Amen. Devil is a tormentor, Holy Spirit is a comforter. When the Holy Spirit dwells in you, the presence of God comes upon you. You are called, the comforter is called to torment the tormentor. Amen. Amen. So, whatever lies, whatever fear, you have write it down. That's why we need to take some time to think about it. Did I allow it? Did I read a news? You know, people look at this. You know, right yesterday I turned the CNN on. I look at CNN, BBC, Fox, just to look at variety of news. And I turned the CNN on. The headlines was 20,000 deaths in Spain alone. And first news, headlines. My wife is Spanish. I'm like, oh man. You know what? But then the Holy Spirit says, there are still 40 million people alive. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> That's, you know, the reality. Hope filled person brings always a clear solution in the conversation wherever you're at. So that's what happened here. Believing a lie, whatever you believed, a lie, just repent and say, God, I'm sorry for believing this lie. I'm not saying you have to live in denial. I'm not saying you have to just ignore it. You know, faith is not living in denial. Faith doesn't allow that reality of the fear to become the ultimate reality. It just gives God the ultimate reality. Number two, criticism of gossip. This is a very important criticism of gossip. When you allowed people complaining, you know, criticism, talking about other believers, talking about this, talking about that, you know, we call it prayer request in Christian circle. We do all those things. You know what happens? The presence of God leaves. Why? Criticism comes back door, presence of God leaves in the front door. And this is what happens. Negative naysayers, complainers. And these are the people, they are always negative. They are the butt people, you know, they are called the butt people. Amen. So you just move your butt from that place and you just don't sit there in the same place. That's why the Bible says in Psalms 1, it talks about it very beautifully. I will not sit with the evildoers. What is evildoers? They are not Chinggis Khan's and Hitler's and Yuga Heifner's. They are, they are the ones who complain. They are the ones who are naysayers. They are the one who kind of, you know, uh, just constantly negative minded. They are just saying the world is mess. This, 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 this. They look like, you know, I'm so lonely nobody loves me you know this kind of people just surround yourself with godly people and if you are one of those person who don't have that godly environment plug in look at someone make a conversation with someone say can i talk to you can i you know you know we cannot come to your home of course there is lockdown but can i make a phone call and you can pray for me and i can pray for you encourage one another so build an environment of not criticism and gossip number three bitterness this is very important bitterness resentment or unforgiveness will will make you feel that you have never hosted the presence of god that's why very important that you don't become self-righteousness and judgmental people right now become they have become very self-righteous they are like blaming everything you know they're blaming on god they're blaming on satan they're blaming on the chinese lab i don't know what to blame you know it could be man it could be god it could be you know satan but you know all the three of them are involved i believe that man wants his own agenda enemy wants to kill but christ wants to produce life in his church Amen. Amen. So I will choose God. You know, I'm not going to blame it came out of the lab or it came out of somewhere. I don't want it to just make bitter myself. I don't want to believe that Satan has the control of the whole world. I want to believe this. Christ said, earth belongs to me. Amen. And everything belongs to me. And I'm he's building his church. Ephesians 4, it talks about he's building the church according to the maturity in Christ Jesus. 
Amen. So allow Christ. So don't allow the bitterness. Bitterness comes in, you can't worship God. Bitterness comes in, you can't be grateful to God. Number four, jealousy or lust or comparison. People are like, oh man, look at this. I am comparing. You know, when you compare, you know what you're telling to God? You're saying to God, God, the way you designed me is wrong. You are actually designing. That's why a potter, that's why in the, in the Bible it says, can a clay say to the potter, you made me wrong. You cannot do that. That's what happens when you enter into the spirit of jealousy, comparison and lust. What are you saying? You're saying, God, I'm never content with what you made me and who you, how you made me. So it is what you did was wrong. And that's the presence of God leaves like that. Boom. You know, because you're comparing. You're comparing. Don't compare your, your church with another church. Don't compare your ministry with another ministry. Don't compare your properties, your things, your wife, anything with others. Just enjoy the presence of God. Just embrace, be content with God has called you to be. And the last but not the least, it's going to shock many Christians. The last one, idol. And people say, brother, I don't have any idol. My, I live in a street corner, there is an idol, brother. No, I'm not talking about that idol. Idol is this, that's what I wrote, I wrote in here. Anything that is seated in the throne, that God alone deserves to be seated, is an idol. Hello, today ministry can be an idol. As a minister, I can say this to you. Sometimes you can be consumed by the work for God. And God is saying, Martha, Martha. You know, many times God has to come and say to me, Charles, Charles, you've been focused on the things of God. Things of God is not going to satisfy. What God's going to satisfy is God himself going to satisfy. Amen. 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 So anything that's seated in the throne of God, God doesn't do auto share business. God lives and he's seated only on his throne. Does Nobody can sit on his throne. Only he alone can be seated on the throne. And so putting ministry or work or status or family above God is an idol. So that's why I want you to sit and think about the list. Maybe you have more than this five, but I just thought to share this five. So after prayer, we're going to sing one worship song. After this, I want you to sit and say, did I allow fear? Did I believe a lie? Did I allow a criticism or a gossip? Did I have any bitterness or resentment? Did I allow any jealousy or comparison? Did I put anything above in the throne that God alone deserved to be seated? And you say, God, please forgive me. The one thing I cannot never afford to lose is the presence of God. Amen. Amen. Church, never. We can never afford. It's so too costly. It cost his son. We can never afford the presence of God to be lost. We cannot say, we can lose everything, but not the presence of God. So make yourself cultivate that such an attitude that you host him well and you represent him well. Amen. Amen. Church, come on, everybody stand up wherever you are. We're going to sing. You know, you're sitting there. Maybe you're standing. I don't know. You stand up right now. We're going to pray. We're going to sing one worship song. We want to bless you with that. But after that, we will want to encourage you to stay there, talk about this and pray for one another. Maybe your daughter or maybe your son, maybe your friend will say, you know what? I have this bitterness. I have this boss who's been so mean. I want to bless this boss. Pray for a blessing upon this boss. Resentment, all those things. Release it. Take it out. Host the presence of God well and represent Him well because this is the most important precious gift God has given you. Amen.